0: The house lights have gone down and the cheers are going up. It's time to welcome our headline act. The mics are on, they've finished their vocal warm-ups, and with a final check of the set list and a high five, they're ready to take the stage. Would you please make very welcome Mr. Adrian Warhope and Mr. Leon Roe. Gentlemen, what musical jousts, what thought experiments have you prepared for us today in this episode of Supersonic Chat?
1: Leon, I've become the very thing I feared I would become. Something's happened. I need to talk to you about it. Let's discuss. Let me tell you what happened. What's up? What's up? Tell me. And then I will share with you. Uh, we can discuss and share some reactions. On the weekend, now now, tell me, are you into hip-hop? Do you listen to rap much? Ugh, no. Okay. I dabble. I dabble. I dabble a little bit. I thought mm. on the weekend, I'd get up. It was raining. I'd listen to some rap. I'd listen to some hip-hop. So what did I do? I went to Spotify and I put on Rap Caviar, which is the... Premier hip hop playlist on Spotify. It has 13 right. and a half million followers, Inf- highly influential. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone knows about this, highly curated. All the greatest hip hop uh, artists of the current age are featured, the biggest songs at the moment, right? Let me list the artists for you. These are the artists that were on Rap Caviar that okay, I was sure. faced with, yeah. right? Yeah. ASAP Rocky, ASAP Ferg, Lil Peep, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil B, Lil Cease, Lil TJ, Lil Dirk. <laughs> Lil Mosey, Lil Tekka, Lil Baby, Da Baby, yeah. Young Thug, Pop Smoke, Juice World, Internet Money, Gunner, <laughs> Migos, Quavo, Barry the Rap Man, Ty Dolla Sign, <laughs> Trippy Red, Gucci Mane, Lil Yachty.
0: <laughs> Barry the Rap
1: Man. Love it.
0: Do you know yeah. what I did? Do you <laughs> I know think what I, I do? know why you read those names to me because I don't know a single one of them.
1: <laughs> I knew some of the names be- only because of a single one, only because of what I do in my professional life. Yeah. I know these names. We yeah. sell these products, uh, we deal with these artists. Have I listened to them? Not very much. Could I tell you the song? No. I thought, you know, so you know what I did when I was faced with that lineup of the current greatest hip hop artists of our time? You know what I did? Like mm, any open minded man,
0: shuffle.
1: I hit play. I yep. hit play. I dived in. I hit play, and then what? I, what did I do? I skipped. Yeah, into the next song, and I skipped. Yeah, and how far did you get into them? before Nah, three songs. Oh, like like seriously, five or ten seconds. Yeah, like I, I, you know, and this is probably what we want to talk before about.
0: before it starts to re- physically repulse you.
1: It wasn't that harsh. You, <laughs> you know, it wasn't what I was after, but yeah. you know what? The delivery was all weird. I couldn't understand what they were saying. Yeah, there wasn't a hook.
0: Oh, hang on, yeah, it was that's, that's what people say about metal now. Now, steady on,
1: <laughs> right? This, uh, this is, and so what did I do? I thought, you know what, it's all a little unfamiliar. I needed something familiar to me, so I went to some of my go-to hip-hop records. I put on Low End Theory by a tribe called Quest. Great. Album. Are you going to
0: ask me? You, is this where this is going? Let me predict this. Come on. Are you, come are, at you me. are you saying five songs to get someone into
1: rap? No. That's oh. not a bad idea, but oh. some, we might need fi- people to... Yeah, I need that because I, yeah,
0: I don't like it. I don't understand it, the same as you. But you all go. right, so where are you going with this?
1: Well, uh, here it is. I put on a tribe called Quest, Low End Theory. The first song, I think it's called mm. Excursions. Uh, I haven't got... I can't remember. The first intro verse, back in the day when I was a teenager, before I had status, before I had a pager. As soon as I heard Q Tip hit me with the word pager, like this is his big brag, right? I've got a pager. Yeah. Yep. It was like something hit play in my mind, and I was transported in my mind back in time into an earlier time of my life, and the the scenario, the oh. scene that played out in my mind was this: I'd been working with uh, a friend of mine who was probably uh, old, is is it was older than me, old, another generation. Uh, before mine, I'd been, I'm in my early twenties and I'd been working for him for the day. Just, I was at uni. He gave me some work. uh, He was paying me some, some money. It was great. On the way home, uh, he was giving me a lift. We stopped off at a secondhand CD store as you did back in the day. And my friend having uh, more money than I did said, Adrian, pick yourself out a CD. My shout. Great. Mm. So I went through and I remember I bought the first black rebel motorcycle club, Album, right? You may not right. be familiar. This is early two thousand sludgy rock and yeah. roll, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. achingly cool. Pop the collar yep. on your leather jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all of this kind of stuff. And he let me put it on. He goes, "Chuck it on." What's this all about? And I put it on. And you know what? He, uh, you know, now before I tell you this, he bought the Doobie Brothers. Massive Doobie <laughs> Brothers fan. Listen to the music. China Grove. <laughs> the most hilarious name in the world. Doobie the Doobie Brothers. Brothers. Well, it's about. A doobie right yeah. a joint yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. probably in it's the hilarious. 70s right super cool <laughs> hey hilarious. we'll call our band the doobie brothers <laughs> taking it to the streets Look, this is light white so man's lame. gentleman funk yeah this is jazzy yeah, exactly. pop you know yeah uh, look fine fine he, he that was what he was into when i put on my achingly cool black rebel motorcycle club uh album even their name is like we're so yeah. cool, man. So cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, named after the the gang that um, in a movie. Yeah, in a movie. James Dean is the yeah. character. The movie is Rebel Without a Cause.
0: Yeah, yeah. The yeah. gang
1: that he runs with are called the Black Rebel Motorcycle Gang. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, like I said, achingly cool. Uh, and do you know what he said to me when he heard that album? He didn't like it. I bet.
0: I bet he was he like, says, oh, "What is this?"
1: You can't hear what they're saying. There's no hook. Uh, uh, uh. So throwback to me listening to yeah. rap these days yeah. and it has come full circle and I've become the thing that I feared.
0: Right. Yeah, you, you mean these, all these old people who say nothing's good since the Beatles or nothing's good since the Rolling Stones. Or, or the
1: Doobie Brothers. No, the
0: Doobie Brothers and nothing's. there's been no good music since 1980. As like, oh I, 1980s when you turned into um an adult. That's what the trap is, is that you're worried that you've fallen into. Isn't is that, that, that interesting? You, yeah.
1: Well, here's the question. Why do we stick to certain types of music? Why do we stick to music from our youth? And is it a bad thing?
0: Yeah, well, I think it's a bad thing. I think I think not being open to new experiences always a bad thing. And um the re I think one of the big things is that it's that we call it the formative years for a reason. Yeah. Because we're forming who we are at that point in time. When you're a kid, you're sort of told who a little kid, you're told who you you who you are because you're sort of thinking about your parents. When you become a teenager, you're thinking, well, hang on, I'm a person all of my own and I make my own decisions. Mm. And and I think sometimes your choices in music, particularly choices in music that are um, rebellious, are the sorts of ones where you go, this is decidedly me. My parents hate this.
1: Yep, maybe, yeah.
0: You know, yeah. and this is my own choice of music and I'm always going to love this forever and ever and ever.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, there's lots of things at play here and I've got, I've got some ideas on on why. Uh, you know, uh, the thing that came to my mind was that, um, you know, there's a psychologist called Carl Jung, right? Yeah. Uh, Jung. You know, contemporary of of um, Freud. Yeah. Um, and he postulates this whole thing about different stages of life the two halves of life and he says you kind of build your framework and your identity in your first half of your life the ego yeah. stuff the external yeah. stuff you know yeah. what your, your politics your religion your your um, your fashion and all this stuff and then in your second stage of life is when you start going into the deep sort of stuff and 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 that kind of thing um and i think that music plays such an important part in that formative year when you're building the framework of what you stand for and what you're what you're interested in what fashion yeah. you're going to wear you end up, you know you start forming a personal identity that does start to separate you as a, as your own individual away from your parents and all that and i think music plays a big part in that and and also
0: the music that you're listening to when you're form those, forming those very important memories you know, like a particular smell will remind you of oh, yeah. um, of a particular time in your life, or you know, you rem- remind you of home or something like that. Particular music, I think, also reminds you of those good feelings that you can associate just, uh, with becoming your own person.
1: Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. There's a couple of things that w- that you've touched on there. Memories, right? Memories. Mm. Yeah. Um. The 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 memories are anchored. Music helps anchor. Memories, I think, um, and also I think memories. This is there's another thing here called the reminiscence bump, right? Mm. I, I, I I looked it up. I was aware of Jung, and I'll talk a bit more about Richard Raw um, and his two halves of life. But the reminiscence mm. bump. I started googling this, and this is um, the tendency for adults to have a stronger recollection of memories in their formative years, which are anchored by. Times when you change and when you're growing, yeah. and and there's yeah. lots of new things and firsts happening in your life. And after your sort of teens and early twenties, things get a bit blurry, and and your mm-hmm. your memories aren't as uh, strong. You have
0: less significant you. ones.
1: That's a good point. Um, everything's not as new and fresh, right? Unless you're talking about getting a home loan.
0: Well, which is why the idea, <laughs> which is why the idea of of time passing quicker as you get older is not yeah. thing yeah
1: yeah true true and, and music plays that part of trying to anchor you back in time and, and stop you from aging and feeling like you're young still and connected and all of that potentially um you know maybe that's a bit about what's going on and why you're, people have a tendency to flock or, or return or, or stay with the music of those formative years um You know, I mentioned Richard Rohr before. Let me just just chat a little bit about that. He's a Franciscan monk that I listen and read to a lot, but he talks about the two halves of life. In the first half of life, you build the vessel, you build this, this framework, and then in the second half, you spend all your time trying to fill it up with meaningful stuff. But he does say there's a transition between those two halves that is often... Caught, there's a there's a pain point or a um, emotional crisis or an actual proper crisis that happens that helps you transition and if you don't make that mm. transition you kind of remain stuck in that ego driven stuff. Mm. Um, yeah and, and I think this is a, a key point I wanted to talk about was the difference between stuck and uh, comfort or being comfortable in, in that music. So, um, mm, I see. You, you know what so I mean? That's
0: is, is, is why you're asking, is it a bad thing? Yeah. Because it's wondering whether you're stuck. Or, but comfort, I think sometimes it's a good thing to get out of your comfort zone. True. Uh, is, I'm, I'm wondering, is it the same thing?
1: Well, I th- look, what, here's the thing, right? Um, comfortable versus stuck. Stuck mm. is kind of when you're stuck in that first half of life, and that's when you meet people and you, they go, oh, yeah, I listen to the new music. I listen to the new U2 and the new Bon Jovi and the new Metallica.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I was, I was just thinking about is, you know, we we, we we had Tool come out just recently, and I was, was like, oh, fantastic, and I'm <laughs> listening to Tool, and they're all 50 years old, and then yeah. I'm thinking to myself, this is just what I used to ridicule ridicule people about when they used to go, See bands from the '70s, and they're like 70 years old, standing on stage, practically with a walking frame. And I'm New thinking, Deep Purple, yes, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, why would you go and see that? They're just geriatrics hammering it out on stage. But uh, mind you, I just recently saw um, Mr. Bungle's new stuff. Oh wow! And those guys are, you know, in their 50s, and and oh my god. The energy
1: and the yeah,
0: <laughs> incredible, Powerful. Powerful. incredible stuff.
1: Yeah, Amazing. well, that's where that's probably like. You know, in talking about all this, like you know, I listen to a lot of new music. I just yeah. was it was quite confronting to me that I went, I do not like this. These yeah. young rappers, this yeah. is not for me. And I was yeah. like, whoa, okay. Well, um,
0: I'd like to clarify then. Does when you say new, do you mean having been produced only recently or do you mean music that you have not necessarily enjoyed before?
1: Uh no, it was, like, I, was I would teen, say I enjoy hip hop. For and rap. example,
0: yep. When I was a teenager, for example, I you know, I was listening to Grunge and and, and getting starting to get into metal and stuff like that. But then my dad put on Fat's Waller. Oh yeah. From like the twenties and thirties. And yeah. these were all originally recorded on wax cylinders and stuff. And most of it was done live at parties and stuff like that. And it was fantastic. I was it, it just opened a whole new world to me, and I wasn't ready for it, and I didn't want to be. I didn't want to like it. And yeah. I was thinking to myself, "This is going to be daggy as all hell." But there was just something about it that just grabbed me immediately, and I went, "This is." You just opened a whole new avenue of music for me.
1: And if discovering new music, and how old were you when that happened? That like it younger. That would have. Um, I would have been. 17 or 18. So, if discovering new music is so exhilarating and powerful at a certain age, why is it still not exhilarating and powerful? I think that's a generalization because I think it is. I just think Mm. tastes become more specific and more refined. I like rap and hip hop. The new stuff that I listened to on Rap Caviar just was not for me. And that's okay. I think
0: there's certain things that I definitely don't like in music, such as, um, such as, uh, auto-tune but yeah but it, 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 that, you know I listened to a, a new artist that I had never heard before called Holly Herndon and she is an American artist who now lives in Germany and she created this um, album which incorporated the use of um, artificial intelligence that could write its own songs and, and create its own music wow and copy people um, as well. It could hear people sing and then try to um, imitate them. And she she would. Um, and this was full of auto tune, but because of the concept and because of the idea, it was like, wow, this is fantastic. I love it. That's great. So I, I don't think you could necessarily either like say I, um, that you definitely don't like particular things. I think it, it's all down to context.
1: True and attitude. It's like you listen to some right. new stuff, and it's okay. You can evaluate and go. All right, no. What else have we got? What else? And do you know what? I ended up at that point. I did circle back and I went. No, nah, listen to something contemporary. And I listened to the new Run the Jewels album, uh, which is a, a, It features Zach from the lead singer from Rage Against the Machine on one track. Right. But but these are contemporary rappers, and it's and and they're fantastic. It's really good. And I was like, okay, this is good new rap that I like. There's a certain yeah. new style that is. What is it not though? That,
0: what is it though that 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 you liked about it? When you don't like, you say you don't like rap, and then but then what is it about that that was good?
1: Oh, okay. So I'm I don't dislike rap. It was there's a new style of rap which is oh, um, I get th- the, the way it's produced. The beats are like those yeah. trap beats. It's it's yeah. highly um uh you know electronically produced beats, and the way they deliver their their verses is real. It all runs formulaic. into each other. Uh, no, but no, it's it's something around the way they deliver and the the um the cadence of it just doesn't sit right with me. It feels like it's um morphing and and weird and I can't understand right. what they're saying and yeah. there's lots of slang and street stuff that I just don't yeah. get. And
0: yeah. as you know, I, I'm a bit of a fiend for new music as well, and I yeah. don't really consider that I'm I'm I'm, and I don't. You're definitely not in that category either of. of being trapped in that no way I, no 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 way like i understand the fear though and but i basically for me i have a i think i have a uh formula for things that i would be interested in it has to surprise me
1: oh yeah yes it has
0: to it has to keep surprising me it has to i have to hear something where i go oh that's and it do, even if i don't necessarily like it at first i think Things that can surprise me can hold my interest. Verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, end is just—I I lost interest in that twenty-five years ago, I reckon. Yeah. So it, it's—I think that that's sort of that's sort of where you have to. For me, it has to have some sort of unexpected twist, and and to say it has to it has to be new. There's nothing new in the world. Like that's why that's the whole mentality of. Of old hippies saying that nothing's been nothing good has been made since the '60s, is because they think that it all sounds like a rehash of what's already been done. But uh, I think that again, it's about about context and th- things. Certain things, like you, you, you pointed me towards um, uh, Frankie and the Witch Fingers oh, recently, yeah. and I had a jolly good listen to that. And that totally sounds a lot much like King Gizzard. It sounds yep. like, like it's got that '70s sound. Yep. But I think there's something about it that also feels completely now.
1: Yeah. Fresh, surprising,
0: grabs you a little bit. I think it's sort of it sounds like something that belongs here and now. It doesn't. I don't think, I think there's there's like a sound that is similar, but I think it's something that feels like um, it's it's relatable to this particular period of time, yeah. perhaps lyrically, perhaps. Um, just with the way it's structured but it's, it does feel fresh even though there's certain elements of nostalgia in it
1: yeah yes and nostalgia does play a big part in why it's comfortable to go back to music from your your formative years in your youth, not only are you forming your self identity, you're really forming your generational identity, right? So, in the, as a kid of the '90s, it was alternative rock. We we're into grunge. Mm. We mm. maybe dressed and looked a certain way. Certain piercings were cool. Uh, yeah. And as a generation, bands kind of anchored that, like uh, the grunge movement. Um, you know, Australian mm. independent indie rock, uh, UMI, Spiderbait, etc. Yeah, becomes your generation. Like oh, I'm, oh, I'm from, I'm a '90s kid, and that is cool like that's that's great to visit yeah and like i said it's the difference between visiting and being stuck and i think if you're that guy that's stuck that goes i love metallica i just listen to metallica (laughs) i love bon jovi i just listen to bon jovi or you (laughs) too but a lot of the guys that kind of you know i've been friends with and and whatnot you see that were massive this is a good example right guys that were massive into punk huge Mm. punk was big in the 90s big big punk um, scene, guys that played in punk bands, followed punk bands, punk, 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 that's what they're into. A lot of those guys, if they've become stuck, they still dress and look like they're 17. But a lot of yeah. those guys, if they have become comfortable and grown as people, I saw a big shift as a lot of those guys got into country music, Americana, and uh, singer-songwriter stuff. And or, that's cool.
0: back to actual real punk from the
1: 70s. Yeah, True. Yep. Like come, and that's that's I a think a
0: way to stay fresh like I when I was listening to a whole lot of um uh, Sonic Youth and and stuff like that. I'd then go back and listen to really early Sonic Youth and then much later um much much later I'd get into things like early Swans which is like <sighs> oh, it's like heavy 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 sounding. It's like slow motion heavy metal. Yep. And like and then I'd get in then I got into a whole lot of other stuff like um a, a, um, noise that that was getting produced around um, at that time, sort of. Uh, there's a German band called Ein Nürbelten which is like this really noisy band that they there's really like industrial music that where they made their own instruments and used jackhammers as part of their songs. I was
1: going to say that, that sounds like it came from a factory floor. Like,
0: well, so yeah. Well, just it's just called noise. it's called Destroyed New Buildings is the um, translation. Oh, of,
1: okay.
0: Very of their, cool. And then have their name. They're, I mean, they're still making music now, but um, much less um, anarchic than they used to be.
1: Right. Well, and, and I guess as we kind of, you know, get through this conversation and and, and summarize there, like you were talking about, it, something's got to surprise and, and delight you. That that's true. And I think the other thing that you mentioned there was you go down the rabbit trail. You go down. That's from exactly one band what,
0: exactly what I was going to say. Is the going down a rabbit hole, even if it's going down a rabbit hole, even if it's going down in 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 the past. Listening to something that is sonically fresh to you, even if it's old,
1: absolutely. And that, well, that you know, you go down from one band to the other. What did they, what influenced them? Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, Jesus and Mary Chain. You know, you start going back from the early 2000s to the 80s. Mm. Um, you know, and obviously, everyone was influenced by Led Zeppelin, so you ultimately end up either one of the three, (laughs) holy triumvirate of rock. (laughs) <laughs> Zeppelin stones or the Beatles take your pick, but yeah. you stand on the shoulders and you can work your way down the rabbit trail. That's a great way. Uh, you know, that, that I, I found to stay fresh. Um, fresh is a good word to describe to like, keep, keep your listening habits fresh. The other um, thing was that you mentioned there was going back to I, I wrote down like, listen to the classics, go back and listen to the classics. There. Yeah, all yeah. those. So this week I was doing some stuff um, with um, the jam. You know, and Paul Weller, and he then made a band called the Style Council uh, in the '80s. And oh, I, oh yeah, I, I know, you know this guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I wasn't super familiar. I knew I, I, I like Paul Weller, and I'm super um, always intrigued to see what he's doing, still releasing music now. But listening to the, I thought it's time let's chuck on some Style Council. Mm. Didn't love it, but
0: you got it. What's good about it is is you then are familiar with it. You know what it yeah. sounds like. And, and I think that part of the, you know, you, you bump into people who say that they don't, they don't like any new music, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think their whole mindset of in their life, I find, I mean, this is just a hunch from talking to them, is like that. And I think that if you are generally a curious person, if you like to read, if you like to learn new things no matter what it is, if you just generally like to experience new things, new New foods, new flavors. Um, go to new places and visit places that are out of your own comfort zone, and uh, and that you then that's going to follow on with your music as well.
1: Great to be stretched. Great to uh, step out of your routine and try new stuff. And this is, I guess, the lesson that I'm learning here. Totally cool to retreat to your comfort zone. Totally cool to get that warm oh, for sure blanket of '90s hip hop that you know and love. But don't be stuck there. Like, be For open sure. to rap caviar, and it's okay if you don't like it. Move on to run. Yeah, the I've
0: listened. I've listened to Primus thousands and thousands and thousands of times. Every so often, I put it on and I go, "Oh yeah, that's the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's you know. the good oil. Get oh. it in
1: meat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> rub it into the skin. Yeah, no, it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's oh. it's just lovely to to sit back and and hear those things, and you just go. Man, this is a good, this is a great album. Oh yeah. Bad you know, mode But of these finger. days I, I sort of I tend to um tend to skip over certain things, you know, because you know you that you you sort of want that that feeling and some of them are like,
1: eh, yeah, it's okay
0: now. But back yeah. when I was into them, I was like, man, every single song is absolutely amazing. Yeah. You know.
1: There are new and wonderful bands out there, and every few years I get obsessed about certain bands. It's probably been three or four or five in my life that I get a bit crazy same, about, a same. little bit crazy about. Yeah. yeah. And so I keep looking for those bands, and they, they, they're out there. They're out there.
0: They sure are. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 it, it, there's a whole lot out there that, that are getting produced right now that are just incredible. Yeah. For me, uh, like, okay. What's, what's one that you're, other than King Gizzard and the Lizard. I was going to say, I,
1: I'm still on the King Gizzard and the, the Lizard-Wizard um, um, train. Look, there's a couple of guys that I get a little crazy about. I got crazy about early Kings of Leon and I got crazy about the Strokes.
0: Yeah, they were great, weren't they? Yeah. Remember yeah, I grew they, a mustache a bit, because a I loved crappy. them. They, they got did. a bit crappy though, didn't they? After Big their stadium
1: album. anthem oh, blandness. What a disappointment. Yeah, but first three records. Oh yeah, um, and the yeah. first EP. Oh my goodness, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I I got at the moment. All right, we won't go back into the past. At the moment, there's a Canadian singer songwriter called Bahamas. It's a single guy called Afi mm. Yervin, and he's um, played for City and Colour, which is Dallas Green's solo project, and he's big in the Canadian kind of music scene. Um, he's put out five, four or five records. And I get a little bit mental about all of them. There's just something there. It's a little really? bit dad rock. I got to tell you, it's my <laughs> agent stage maybe, but there's something magic. I just get a little obsessed about it. How about you?
0: Well, um, Tropical Fuck Storm at the moment is oh, yeah. one that that I'm. I mean, they're Australian. They've got great sound. Mm. There's something completely. Um, um, they just feel spontaneous. There's there's sort of like that that loud. Um, sort of grunge dirty feel to them but then there's also this sort of this uh, it's so great that they offset all the all the the male vocalist gareth with with the female vocalist yeah. to back it up it's just so such a lovely little um perfect sound that i think they've got yeah and and just also the variety of songs that they have as well um
1: they always sound a little dangerous to me i like it yeah you know you put on it's a little unpredictable little dangerous yeah. keeps you on the yeah. edge I, yeah I, yeah
0: and there's just so much even in the slow songs there's just this un, this this pent-up energy in all yeah. of them yeah powerful yeah. um and and something i've been into as well um it called Shoo shoe it's like it's xiu xiu oh yeah uh electronic sort of two-piece band and it's I guess actually when you say something's sort of dangerous sounding about it it's exactly the same. Mm. It's there's this sort of almost almost dynamite waiting to go off sort of sound um and and but then also such a um um restri- restraint at points as well. Mm. So some really slow celloish sort of things um with a bit of craziness in there too and and then also some really full on um songs in there as well.
1: I I'm not surprised. It wouldn't be a Leon recommendation if there wasn't a little bit of danger <laughs> and a little bit of crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sometimes a lot.
1: I love it. Ah oh, well, yeah, again, I feel like uh we kicked that soccer ball right around the whole part. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. And it's always it's always a good thing, I think, to try and stay stay fresh and stay current and not necessarily current, but just stay interesting with what you're going.
1: Yeah. And I did some reflecting once that I was transported back in time to that moment and, and I was laughing at the guy that was older than me thinking, all oh, new music's crap, it doesn't sound any good, yeah. you can't hear what they're saying, and here I was saying the same thing about Rap Caviar, but, uh, maybe you know, we've got to got I'm okay a, with that.
0: Maybe we've got to do a challenge in the future to find five rap songs, current rap songs perhaps, yeah. that we could
1: like a genre that neither of us are, are massive into, but there yeah. is something very intriguing, very cool, and very uh, uh, interesting about the whole yeah. scene. I agree. Well, thanks, Leon. Thank you. Another good episode. Uh, if you've enjoyed this, please chuck us a recommendation or a review on any of the socials. Hit us up with some comments. Throw us an email at supersonicchat at gmail.com.
0: How do and you stay again, fresh?
1: Let us know. How do you stay fresh? What are you into or are you stuck?
0: Is there something new that you really love?
1: I'd love to know. Always up for a recommendation. Uh, but until uh, next week, I've been Adrian. This has been Leon. We've been Supersonic Chat. Thanks, guys. Oh, hey there. You're still listening. For all you train spotters out there, I thought I would let you know that I did drop a little Easter egg in this episode. In the list of rappers from Rap Caviar, I deliberately added in one fake name. See if you can pick it. And to let us know that you're listening this far, go to our Facebook page, Supersonic Chat, and just write, I'm a train spotter.